Hey, welcome. This is Michelle from Irvine Moms. I'm a boy mom, homeschooling mama, and a mompreneur. Welcome to Mom's Time Out Podcast. Weekly, we'll be bringing you guests who are going to be talking about topics that matter to you. So thank you for joining. Pull up a chair, put those headphones on, and join us weekly. Thank you for your support. Hi, this is Taylor, and this week's episode is brought to you by Next Level Swim School, where we give parents a sense of relief by helping their kids become water safe. No monthly contracts are necessary. Find us on Instagram at Next Level Swim School and contact us at 949-939-7254. I would strongly recommend to come for a consultation. And uh, my consultations are very hands-on, very informative. There is plenty of time to get all of your questions answered. Um, so we will go over best techniques to reach your goals. Uh, we will discuss skin type, color, shape, time. Um, I will also teach how to best prepare for the treatment and how to take care of it um, after the treatment. Uh, so we will develop a plan. We're excited to speak to one of our partners today, Elena. Elena is a permanent makeup artist who runs her own studio at the Tester Marketplace. She's built her business from the ground up and gained success by collaborating with other local businesses and members of the Irvine Moms community. We're so excited to hear that. A little bit about what she does. Permanent makeup is an innovative, non-invasive face enhancement approach to makeup. In fact, it looks even better. It looks more natural and it lasts a long time. It saves you time and money. Most importantly, it makes you feel good about yourself all day, every day. Please welcome Elena. Hey, Elena, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited to chat with you today. I'm to kind so of excited. <laughs> Thank you for taking time. I wanted to get a little bit more information, and I think a lot of ladies are going to really appreciate getting that step by step on what it permanent makeup is. Can you kind of walk us through that? Uh, permanent makeup is a type of cosmetic tattoo. The difference between body art tattoo and a cosmetic tattoo is just the um, depth of uh, where the needle is being placed. So we don't go as deep as in traditional tattoo. And because the skin on the face is slightly different from the skin uh, the rest on the rest of the body. So, and the other difference is that we don't use inks. We use pigments that are uh, being specifically designed for, um, the, uh, for permanent makeup. So the composition is a little bit different. So, and they heal a little different from the body art pigments. Hmm. So what inspired you to get into this line of work? Is your background in makeup? Um, I always wanted to be helpful. And um, I think that we live in the time when women um, being heard, being seen, and being considered equal. So I think this is my time to help women to be, um, to be busy. So I'm helping them to get one more thing off their hands and so they can feel happy, they can, um, so I really like seeing the difference what I make in um, women's, um, women's life. 
So because when I think when a woman feels beautiful, she's unstoppable. Yeah. So you're really helping almost really boost their self-esteem and their confidence, wouldn't you say? Yeah, there are plenty of studies proving that um, there is a strong correlation between makeup and psychological well-being of every woman. So there is history in one why we using makeup and even um, women that don't like a lot of makeup primary makeup will still help them to enhance their natural beauty and women that like a lot of makeup and it also helps them to kind of um, save that time of applying makeup and reapplying it throughout the, throughout the day yeah I kind of find too that when you do put on makeup you do feel a little bit better right you feel like there's a sense of of maybe productivity that you're not just kind of slouching around the house especially right now during covid right oh especially right now yes when we have this mask on and it covers our personality it covers our image and i think our face is kind of some time some some type of an armor that we have and it represents us so we kind of missing on that representation because we all have this um, protective layer <laughs> that um, we don't want to express. That's not our expression. Yeah, I think you're right. What, at what point and who should be considering this? Who's the type of woman, who's your client that should start thinking about going into uh, exploring a little bit more in depth about permanent makeup? Who's your, your woman that is the ideal candidate to consider this? Well, um, that's a very good question. Permanent makeup is great for women or men who are liking, uh, who looking to enhance their natural look. It can also be um, a lifesaver for people with um, some disorders like alopecia, hormonal hair loss, vitiligo, um, post-chemo patients people who would like to regain um, their facial features or correct some you know shape or color like in vitiligo cases when we correct on the color uh, permanent makeup is also beneficial for people with allergies to traditional makeup or um, people that um, have some health conditions which are restricting them from applying makeup onto the faces um, oftentimes when women undergo changes due to pregnancies or maternal hormones and permanent makeup is the part of the mommy makeover. I had clients that would come and say, oh, I'm um, working on my body. Uh, I'm trying to regain that body and face that I had before children and permanent makeup gives them that look that they <laughs> had on the photographs when they were um, before kids. And um, I have um, my eyebrows done, I have my lips done, I have my eyeliner, and I'm very confident that um, permanent makeup could help so many people because every day I'm, I'm enjoying um, this treatment on my face. So however, uh, there are people that cannot be treated with cosmetic tattoo. Um, people that are 16, um, 18 years, um, younger than 18 years, uh, pregnant or breastfeeding, and people with autoimmune disorders, 
in some cases when people suffer from blood pressure, diabetes, or heart conditions, um, I would recommend to consult a doctor if uh, this treatment is right for them. Okay, well, that, that is good to know. And do you find too that once women and men meet you, get the first treatment, they become more at ease to then go ahead and expand on doing a little bit more than they anticipated? Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, for this reason, um, I always recommend to come for a consultation um, because sometimes when people have a goal, um, what they want to achieve in the face and sometimes the treatment is not suitable for the skin type, so I always, if, if a person is new to permanent makeup, I would strongly recommend to come for a consultation. And uh, my consultations are very hands-on, very informative. There is plenty of time to get all of your questions answered. Um, so we will go over best techniques to reach your goals. Uh, we will discuss skin type, color, shape, time, um, I will also teach how to best prepare for the treatment and how to take care of it uh, after the treatment. Uh, so we will develop a plan. And on the day of the actual treatment, um, we'll execute. <laughs> we'll start by anesthetizing the treatment area with the topical cream. Um, so it will take about 20 minutes to get the skin nice and numb. And then it's the most important part of the um, permanent makeup procedure. It's the outlining, or sometimes we call it mapping. So that's when we design um, with a pencil. So we will create the design. And the client's job here is to be very detailed and critical and to give me 100% approval to proceed. And then we'll move on to selecting the color. And I usually suggest a couple of choices. I place uh, some samples right onto the skin and we let it sit there developing. So we'll have a better understanding the final um, shade once it's healed. And as soon as we agree on the color, um, it's the tattooing part. So I will go over the sensation during the treatment and the sensitivity levels. It's very important for um, clients to understand that anesthesia is always available during the treatment, so there is no reason to suffer. <laughs> um, although most of my clients um, take a really good nap during the treatment, so it's about two to three hours. Um, um, it takes about two to three hours, and because I prefer not to speak or not to <laughs> start the conversation, so all muscles are nice, nice and relaxed, so we don't um, miss any details. So this quiet time when people nap. So I work in segments, and I frequently offer a mirror to monitor the process and to eliminate the stress. And once the people are relaxed, that we're not getting, we're not doing any unibrow, and so they fall asleep. <laughs> so the the actual tattooing part takes about an hour and a half, and. When we're done, that's a moment of happiness and the time for, oh my gosh, I love it. Um, so 
and every treatment treatment applies to visits. So there is an initial visit and a touch-up visit. So after the touch-up visit, I recommend coming back to my studio um, in four to six weeks. That's what medically considered completely healed, um, healing time for the, for the skin. Okay, so what is the maintenance after? So this takes about two to three hours. You're going in, you get the process. So then thereafter, we make a visit again, you said about six weeks after? Right. So mm -hmm. first, um, any treatment, whether we're doing eyebrows or we're doing lips, they're going to look a little saturated or dark. And of course, I will go over it, what to expect, because the color will fade about 40 to 60%. So eyebrows will fade probably 30 to 60% and uh, lips will fade even more. And usually the initial visit, we try not to put too much pigment into the skin because everyone is different and we don't know how much the skin, how much color the skin will retain. So we usually, it's kind of getting to know the skin. So we'll implant a little bit of the pigment and when the person goes home, um, heals and comes back, we'll know exactly how much we need to add. And it's easier to add than to <laughs> make it lighter. So the healing, um, the aftercare is uh, consists of, um, I, I, I usually give a list of instructions for people to follow. And of course, I'll go over step-by-step uh, step what to expect. I recommend um, not taking many showers, so just limit showers or bathing time, not to be in the sun because the sun will lighten the color. Any color we know, anything we live in the sun will get lighter. So then I will go over the skincare. So some people, if they're using any acids, serums, oils, these um, products can, uh, can react with pigment and change color. So I would, let's say if we're doing eyebrows, I would recommend not to put anything like an inch close to eyebrows because those products can migrate through the skin and react with the pigment to avoid any color and unwanted color changes. Then, um, so we'll avoid oils, we'll avoid acids, anything, any product that will make our skin thinner and lighter that will make uh, the pigment lighter. So then excessive sweating. So if a person is very active, likes to exercise, likes to be outside, so that is the time to take a break or take it easy. So if you go for long hikes and you like to be in the sun, wear, wear um, a hat, have um, plenty of sunblock. Um, so we're staying away from the sun and we're staying away from steam. So if you like jacuzzi, so that would be also the time to stay away from jacuzzi. And um, so it's a break from doing dishes. So you don't want any steam to go in your face. Um, and I think it's generally it uh, for, um, for home care. So I usually give some shields, like plastic shields, to cover the eyebrows for the shower. 
Um, and I recommend placing um, antibiotic, like topical antibiotic treatment, like basitracin or um, neosporin um, on eyebrows area, like if we're doing eyebrows or full lips also. Uh, so the client will do it for the first day and then switch to sealing the treated area with um, Vaseline or Aquaphor. This way, the skin will retain um, the water, the moisture, and that is really important to um, to have during the healing time. Um, and all of the supplies I usually give to my clients, so there is no guessing work what to apply and when. Mm, okay, so it makes it nice and simple. You have an easy step that they feel comfortable with. And how long does the the makeup last? I mean, is it, are we looking at like six minutes, six months? Excuse me or like a year before they have to come back? And do they have to come back to see you? That's a really good question. Um, although it's considered permanent and some people try to um, play it as semi-permanent, reason for that is it doesn't stay as long as uh, what a lot of people would think traditional tattoo <laughs> would. Mm -hmm. So it usually lasts from a year to two years considering everyone's lifestyle, um, routine, skincare. So if a person is very active and sweats a lot, then probably they will lose the pigment sooner. Or if a person is very diligent and takes care of permanent makeup, it will stay longer. But generally speaking, it's from a year to two years. And I think too, I think people have this uh, idea, this perception that it's very expensive or it's a certain type of lifestyle you have to lead. Is that true? What are we looking for? Is this, is this uh, accessible? Actually, it's, it's very interesting. Recently, I went to Sephora and I was um, buying a present for a friend and I purchased some of the Anastasia Beverly Hills eyebrow products. Yeah. So in total, I paid about $200 for a set of like eye pencil, powder, um, brow powder, some brushes. So it comes to 100 and it's probably going to be enough for a month or two. So if an eyebrow treatment is, um, so my, treat, um, my procedures are from $350 to $400 and it lasts longer and you don't have to uh reapply this daily so i think it's way way it saves more more money and um i don't remember their the exact number but if uh if we could google the amount of money a woman average woman spends on makeup a year that's actually saves uh permanent makeup will save a lot of money wow that's interesting mm -hmm. what so knowing that you went into a makeup store so that was your first your first hand experience what tips can you share with women to help inspire them to feel a little bit more comfortable so they can go visit you um so i think any makeup is based on three fundamentals is balance symmetry and contrast and let's say for eyes the more cont contrast there is between your eyes and the face, the more attractive you appear. Mm -hmm. And the eyebrows is the essential feature of the face, in my opinion. So uh, artists that specialize in eyebrows 
we use a lot of facial landmarks to create symmetry and to balance the face. So let's talk about square face. To balance the square face with like usually square face people have heavy jaw lines. So we would need to lift and curve the arch a little. So this will help soften and elongate the face. So if we talk about a long oval face, so mm -hmm. the best way to flatter um, a long and oval face is with straighter brow and a gentle arch, will um, which will help visually widen the face and balance the face. So in this case, we're avoiding high arches. And sometimes when we see, um, um, you know, those eyebrows that scare a lot of people. So just because people see it in a magazine and they see a face and they like those eyebrows and they try and apply the, the same um, pattern onto their face and it doesn't look good on their face because probably they don't know those symmetry rules. So uh, when a person comes to my studio for a consultation, which I cannot stress enough how uh, consultation is important. Um, so I pencil the eyebrows and we play with shape and the thickness. So they see the difference and I allow them to take plenty of pictures. <laughs> so when they go home, they compare, they talk to their friends and what do you think about this shape and how do I look here? Um, so I think it's um, an opportunity to um, assess and analyze how this look looks on you, <laughs> how those brows look on you, how this um, lip shape looks on you. Mm. Yeah, so that's that's good. That's a good representation of of doing some homework and feeling good about yourself and absolutely getting input and getting input right because you're involving now friends and you're sort of getting some honest feedback <laughs> and um just like when we get older or after we're having kids our hormones change and uh, a lot of women will lose hair which is our biological path and so to disguise this, we use powder brow or pencil. So we fill in the patchy spots and we're trying to bring back the definition and the fullness. So for this, we have a permanent solution. There are microblading, powder shading, there are digital stroke. There are so many techniques to enhance the eyebrows and to make your life easier. Mm, that's great. Yeah, I think it, it is so much easier it sounds very enticing and very comfortable so knowing that you can just wake up and start your day <laughs> right and especially now when we have this mask the only part of a face that shows is eyebrows and we if we're missing that part that feature <laughs> it's very unfortunate and also yeah, for right. lips <laughs> for lipstick also <laughs> we just a lot of women tell me how they stopped applying lipstick and how much they love lipstick lipstick is kind of this um weapon that we have <laughs> it makes us feel better it makes us feel younger not tired um so and now we've been taken away you know this extra <laughs> layer of happiness that we had 
Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's almost like one of those, um, not a sense of, not a sense of coping, but it's fun and adventurous, right? It's almost like an expression. And so that expression, you know, right now using makeup really has been put to, to pause. So I think something like this, where, like we talked about in the, the start of the conversation, it is something that is important. Confidence is a tie into, um, I think how we're going to start the day really sets the tone and the mood. Don't you right, think? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I, a, a lot of times I see people, uh, women applying lipstick in the car, <laughs> like when it's a red light and they stop and they're applying lipstick and I want to shout out, just save a life, <laughs> get, get permanent makeup. <laughs> Don't text and put lipstick. <laughs> because it's a necessity. It's, yeah, yeah. Know, lipstick and high heels is something that's, I don't know, <laughs> it's been um, very needed. And yeah, they go hand in hand, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about you're an entrepreneur, you're a mama boss. How do you balance? How do you balance being a mom and having a career? Well, I wish it was as simple as balance the eyebrows on the face. It's, <laughs> it's not simple, uh, but it's not impossible. And I think it's um, for every person, it's important. Uh, and I want to emphasize that it's very important to have your hobby, to have a thing that you're passionate about outside of the family life and so it's just as important as spending time with your children and how to balance it sometimes there is guilt sometimes there is not enough feeling so i would uh, strongly suggest all the women that considering oh should i stay home for five years or should i so it should be time for family children husband and your personal your career your personal life so just as important um so for me personally i think that stay staying positive even sometimes if you have to fake it for your children that you're positive oh we can do it we get through this it helps them you know, to see you like that and it helps you sometimes you underestimate how <laughs> how much value it has to stay positive um and personally for me it's been hard to learn to delegate tasks so sometimes when you can hire um cleaning help or babysitting help or even some meal prep and for those 30 minutes you can spend time reading a book to your child so that's when you find the time so delegating because i can do better than <laughs> anyone else so delegating tasks to other people was very difficult for me and now you you have to if you want to find that valuable time to spend with your loved ones and that's what you do delegate Perfect. I love it. So can you share with our community where they can find you, your website, your Instagram, your Facebook handle? Yes. Um, my brand name is Browse and Grace. 
Um, and a lot of people think that it's my name. I'm not Grace, I'm Elena. <laughs> but I think we all need grace and grace is harmony and grace is balance and grace is beauty and grace is love. And that's what I want to share with all the people that go through the door into my studio. So my studio is currently in Tustin at the marketplace uh, inside the solo salon. And I love talking about permanent makeup. And most of all, I love meeting new people. I'm relatively new to California. We moved here from Massachusetts about three years ago. So I'm building my clientele and meeting people. And I love meeting people. I'm an extrovert. I just love chatting. If you just feel, you know, you want to ask me a couple questions, I'm always happy to see people in my studio, even if they just curious what permanent makeup is. Perfect. Well, thanks, Elena, for speaking with us today. It was really informative. And I think this is going to really help a lot of people understand and not be so intimidated by the process. Thanks for chatting with of us. Course, of course. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us this week on Mom's Time Out Podcast. Make sure to visit our website. We're at IrvineMomsNetwork.com. We have an Instagram page and Facebook page, Irvine Moms. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, RSSS, so you never miss a show. While you're at it, we'd find great appreciation in your rating. And please, simply tell a friend about the show. That would really help us out, too. Until next time, please stay tuned for next week. We have a great episode.